Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 10 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Today's episode is all about boundaries, and it really couldn't come at a better time. You might have noticed a week went by without a new podcast episode. Well, I'm happy to announce that I got married one week ago. Yes, a little over one week ago. The wedding was tiny, simple, and sweet, and the weather was beautiful. Well, I should say it was beautiful for Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, It was 40 degrees and sunny, and we were able to get pictures in a park. So for us, that was fantastic. We weren't counting on that, that's for sure. But even small, simple, and sweet weddings can be consuming. So before the wedding, I set a boundary and took a week off. And after the wedding, I decided to set another boundary, and I chose to gift myself one week off from the podcast. So if you're wondering if you missed an episode last week, you didn't. I guess I was lounging on the couch a little bit, taking little breaks, and all while catching up on some other things. And I am completely okay with that decision. And I should probably mention that in between all of those little breaks, my sister and I were prepping and uh, we participated in a popular winter market event. It was a two-day market event and it was pretty substantial. And again, I was exhausted after that. So needless to say, the past three weeks have been crazy. So before I get started, I just want to say that this episode isn't going to be preachy. I'm not going to speak from a place of perfection, but instead I'm going to talk about some areas in your life, both personal and professional, that maybe you can set some boundaries. If you're feeling a sense of overwhelm right now, as you hear this, I just want you to know I hear you and I see you. If you just heard what I said and you feel yourself tearing up or you have a heavy weight on your chest please keep listening. I'm here to help. I have experienced this feeling of overwhelm and burnout too. And heck, I experienced it two weeks leading up to the wedding. I really did. I work really hard at setting boundaries, but I still catch myself slipping. So I know exactly what you're going through. Before I start on my list, I want to give a listener and shopkeeper shout out to Charlotte of Southern Succotash in Abbeville, South Carolina. I think I just like saying that, Southern Succotash. I'll link her Facebook page in the show notes, but she left me a podcast and review and she said, I opened a brick and mortar store in March ever since I have been listening to podcasts and webinars by entrepreneurs. The Savvy Shopkeeper podcast provides just what I was looking for. Kathy Cruz is a wealth of information. The podcast is like a conversation over coffee with a mentor. I am looking forward to learning so much more from Kathy. So I just want to say thank you to Charlotte. My favorite part of that review is when she said, the podcast is like a conversation over coffee with a mentor. This means so much to me because it's exactly how I want all of you to feel when you're listening. It's exactly what I was looking for you know, four or five years ago when my sister and I were opening our store and I just wanted to hear or learn from another woman who had experienced opening um, or starting a retail business, even if it was online, brick and mortar, anything, I would have taken any of it. So that means the world to me. 
And I just wanted to make sure I told Charlotte thank you. Okay, so let's get started on episode 10, setting boundaries while maintaining or growing a profitable retail business. If you don't know, or if this is the first episode you're listening to, and you might have caught this already, I own a retail business too. What started as a fun DIY blog with my sister, it really turned into an online business. And then we opened an Etsy shop and we were selling at market events. And then we opened a brick and mortar store. We went through this evolution in a short two-year period, and I want to say that we did this while I was working full-time, and it was a bit of a crazy full-time job. So if anyone understands overwhelm and crazy schedules, I get it. Since then, I've retired, quote-unquote retired, but if you allow it, running a retail business can consume your life. This episode is a reminder to you that you control your time. I want to say that again. This episode is a reminder to you that you control your time. It's easy to get wrapped up in other people's requests. And then one day you sit back and you look around and you realize that you've lost control of your life, of your business, and what makes you happy. So today I want to talk about some things and some boundaries that you can set both professionally and personally. So let's go ahead and talk about the professional boundaries. The first one, uh, business tasks. So what you can do is you can block your time if you find yourself scattered or not organized or not dedicating time to certain projects. And really, I would recommend blocking time for tasks that generate revenue. How much time are you wasting on those other things like the rabbit hole of social media scrolling? I know I do it. I come home sometimes. I feel tired. I'm exhausted and I get on the sofa And all of a sudden, two hours later, I've wasted time scrolling through Facebook and Instagram. Yes, I mean, I'm probably on occasion engaging, but it's really not an excuse. It's not focused engaging. It's really wasting time. So when I say block time, I literally mean block it out on your calendar. And I might do an episode on blocking time. Um, But blocking time is a valuable tool for business owners, especially if you have squirrel syndrome like me. That's what my sister says about me. I do. I get distracted easily. So number two is store hours. I want you to analyze your point of sale data and make educated decisions about your store hours. If you feel confident your customers want you to be open later or on Sundays, for example, test it out for a year or a certain amount of time. I feel like a full year gives you a really good picture. And then look at the data, but don't open on days or hours. You know, don't extend your hours just because your neighbors are open at those times or whatever reason you might feel obligated to be open. Every business is different. For instance, we have a neighboring business whose ideal customer is completely different than ours. Their customers prefer to shop later, so they open later and they close later. Um, If we followed their business model, it wouldn't work for us. So again, do your thing. Look at your data. The data is there to help you. And if you need help doing that, send me a message on Instagram or send me an email and let me know if you want me to do a podcast episode on that. I also wrote a blog post on the topic of looking at your data to help you set your hours. And I will try to remember to link that in the show notes. Okay, so the next one is store relationships. Employees that drain you affect both your profit, actually not both, but they affect your profit, your time, and your emotions. 
So you should set up rules or a staff handbook so expectations are clear at the beginning. I know of a shopkeeper who recently implemented some staff changes for this exact reason. She was afraid her business wouldn't be as profitable if she went through her decision to let a couple of her employees go. But I'm happy to say that not only is she still profitable, but she's much happier. Yes, she will probably hire again down the road, but right now she's laying the foundation for some really clear boundaries in her business and with future employees, and it's extremely important. So the next one is store services. And if you don't provide any services, this won't apply to you. But my sister and I, we do provide services in our store. But I want you to provide services that are ideal for your clients. Don't offer all of the services just because you might find an occasional customer asking for something. Identify what your strengths are as a business and what your customers are asking for the most and commit to those services. So we get lots of requests for different services in our store. It might be major upholstery projects or stripping and refinishing furniture. And for whatever reasons, we can't provide all of those services, nor do we want to on some occasions. So we tend to stick to two services. It's usually custom painted furniture, which is probably the most common that we get, and on occasion, some custom signs. But that's really it and very limited upholstery. And we set those boundaries by having a page on our website that clearly lists what we do and what we don't do. So anyone that comes in the store or contacts us on the phone, we direct them to that page on their website. And it is very, very clear what we offer and what we don't offer. So again, that's that's a boundary. And that's something that you can do for your customers, too. For over 65 years, Doris has been a premier distributor of arts and crafts. Since its beginning, Doris has prided itself on being focused on the independent retailer. Let them be both your DIY source and your resource. Their website features trend reports, small business tools, in-store project ideas, and so much more. To best serve small businesses, Doris offers a low minimum order of just $75, and all orders ship at no additional cost. This is why I'm proud to partner with them and I buy from them. I'm excited to tell you Doris has an exclusive offer just for Savvy Shopkeeper listeners. Use promo code SAVVY25 at checkout for 25% off your order. Offer valid through 1231.19. So visit Doris.com today. That's D-A-R-I-C-E.com to see their amazing product assortment at pricing you won't believe. So the last one is store policies. Setting up clear policies will save you time and money. For instance, if you don't have a clear return or exchange policy, this will not only create headaches, but you'll waste time handling these types of issues when they arise. It might be in multiple emails. It might be in time at your store. So set up your policies, write them down, share them with your staff so everyone is on the same page. Okay. So those were the tips for professional boundaries. So let's move on to personal boundaries. The first one is your home. You might have to say no or outsource some home-related tasks like cleaning or lawn service. If you're finding that cleaning the house or mowing the lawn is consuming your one day off and it's just not a good use of your personal time, delegate it. You also want to look at the return on investment. It may hurt your ego, or you may feel a sense of guilt by hiring someone to do those tasks, 
But if you're paying $100 a month, and I'm sure it varies everywhere, but let's say you're paying $100 to $200 a month to have your entire house cleaned, is that worth the peace of mind and the relief that you'll feel when you walk in that door? If it is, then go for it and don't feel guilty about it. As much as we think we can do it all, we sometimes can't, nor should we. So the next one is your partner or spouse. Stop doing all the things and ask for help. I've mentioned this before, but as women, we're caretakers and we tend to do it all and take care of everyone else. Plus, we have a bad habit of not asking for help. I get it. We're independent. We want to do it all. But I would say, if possible, start to change this. If possible, ask your partner or hubby or whoever it is that you're living with to do a little more, even if it's one or two small tasks. It all adds up and it makes a difference. The next one is kids. And I know we all want to be great parents, but parenting can include good solid rules at home like bedtime or office hours. If bedtime is a challenge, for instance, and you can use an hour or two when the kids go to bed to do some work, then start enforcing a bedtime uh, routine. If, If it's the only way that you'll get that quiet time, I highly recommend it. Or if you need some time in the home office at whatever time period during the day, even if it's one or two hours per week, set up a system like a closed door or a sign on the door that tells the kiddos mom isn't to be interrupted during quote unquote office hours. And of course, I'm not asking you to be away from your kids for a full day, but even one or two hours in a quiet space can be extremely productive. We actually witness this when we do our power hours in Master Shopkeepers. So I highly recommend gifting yourself an hour or two of quiet time alone and away from everyone. So if your brain is racing over today's episode, I want you to take some time to work on a list of all the ways that you can set boundaries. If you need to, re-listen to this episode. And then I want you to do three things. The first one is I want you to write down all of your ideas for boundaries that you can set. And no one says you have to implement them all at once. This is the thing. When you start to make this list, it may feel overwhelming or the conversations that you need to have may feel overwhelming. So just handle them one at a time over the next few months. Number two is practice your conversations or responses. So if it involves your family members, your staff, customers, a vendor, or someone else in your life, you want to practice how, do you, how you say things or how you have this conversation, and then also how you respond to people when you actually bring this up. I know it sounds strange, but practicing actually helps and it works. And then last but not least, I want you to be firm and confident when you decide to communicate with those people in your life. It's really important because if you aren't, and I'm not saying you have to be rude or aggressive or yell, I'm just saying be firm and confident because if you aren't, it's going to be easy to kind of step back and say, okay, never mind, I'm just going to do it all. And that's what I'm trying to get you to change. So one more thing I want to mention is adding self-care to your boundaries. I recently wrote an article for Dries about a day in the life of a retail store owner. I'll link it in the show notes. And it seemed to really resonate with the members in Savvy Shopkeepers, the Facebook group, because a lot of the women were commenting on this particular article. But at the end of the article, I asked readers to tell me about their struggles with boundaries or their self-care routines. And a couple people commented, so I just want to make sure I mention them. Stephanie of Whispering Willow Tree in Greenwood, Indiana said, 
I own a brick and mortar shop in Greenwood, Indiana called Whispering Willow Tree, and my brain is always going. I'm a new retail owner, so I'm always looking or reading. I totally get your D, all of the above. Family, balancing, pressure to get it done. Again, D, all of the above. And then she gave me an LOL. I get it. I completely get it, Stephanie. I hear you. It is D, all of the above. And then Daisy of Murphy's Mercantile said, the only self-care I perform is having my nails done every two weeks. Trust me when I tell you I dread it and it's a chore to get out of the door. I'm often in the middle of something, but I have to make a conscious effort to get out and I'm always happy that I did. As for self-awareness, when I walk my dog Clyde, I love that name, by the way, it's so cute. In the morning, I try to meditate about the upcoming day and make a mental note to do of to-dos. This helps me feel like I'm getting a handle on my to-do list. So Daisy, thanks for mentioning that. I love that you actually do get your nails done every two weeks. It's important that we do something. I feel like in 2020, I would love to implement, you know, one massage a month. Uh, My sister hates massages. I, on the other hand, love them. And it's been a long time since I've had one. And I feel like I, or at least once a quarter, something, I feel like that's what I'm going to do in 2020. So my intention with this episode is to remind you to manage your own time. And just because you set boundaries, both personally and professionally, doesn't mean you can't grow or be profitable as a business owner. Your happiness and peace of mind can actually create more abundance. And I want to say that one more time because I think it's really important. I think we've I think we often feel like if we set these boundaries that everything's going to come caving or crashing down and that we can't still have a profitable business. That's not true. So, again, your happiness and peace of mind can actually create more abundance. So. If there's something I forgot to mention or you have a helpful tip around this subject, please DM me on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. My username on Instagram is at Savvy Shopkeeper. And people always ask, is it two V's? And it is at Savvy Shopkeeper. And tell me about it. I'd love to share it on social media. And of course, I'll tag you. I always try to give credit where credit is due. Um, If you want to see the show notes for this episode or find the links to anything I mentioned, You'll find them on my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com slash episode 10. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 10. If you're wondering how you can learn more, if you've been listening to these podcasts, if you've been wondering what these communities are that I keep mentioning, Savvy Shopkeepers, Master Shopkeepers, and I haven't even started to talk about Blooming Shopkeepers, which I will. But if you want to learn more, if you want to engage in these groups, the best way to learn about all of this is on my website at SavvyShopkeeper.com. And then last but not least, if you like what you're hearing, please leave me a rating and or a review. I've had a couple people ask me how to do this. I'm happy to walk you through if you need help with it. I just really appreciate seeing the feedback And I love giving someone a shout out. So if you do leave a review, make sure you mention your name or at least your first name and the name of your store, your retail store. It could be your online shop. It could be your Etsy shop. It could be your brick and mortar. Again, um, you're all welcome here. So I just want to make sure you mention that so I can also give your business a shout out. So I think that's it for now. Thanks for letting me take a week off. I really appreciate it. My wedding was beautiful. 
I loved it. I loved that day with my immediate family and my husband's immediate family. It was just simply beautiful. So thank you for the time off and I'm happy to be back. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.